Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first ever episode of Couch QBs. This is Jake Micah, and my partner, uh, Ben Carlo, will be joining us in a couple minutes. We just wanted to give you a quick rundown of what you should expect from the show. Um, basically, just two people who love football and just the only time they've ever played quarterback was from their couch. <laughs> and so we just want to give uh, our unique and fun perspective on the NFL and just uh, the going-ons every week. Um, we'll come with you with a weekly preview and review of the action that took place on Sunday. Um, so yeah, so thank you for joining us today for the first episode. Follow us at CouchQBs, Couch underscore QBs on Twitter. Um, and look out for content all over the place. We'll keep you guys updated. Um, that'll be our main page that we go started in Arrowhead, which is a stadium that has fans. However you feel about having fans in stadiums, no matter what, it's always it's a value add to have fans in the stadium. Yeah, it was definitely a, it was, it, it's weird that it's weird that it, to see fans in the stands, right. but it was like a welcome sight. Should they be in the stands? Right. I'm not a doctor, <laughs> um, but it was nice to see. They were spread out. Yeah, it was nice to see people. Yeah. Um, the scariest thing about this game was that it wasn't even that good of a Pat Mahomes game. No. He had three touchdowns, but only really had, let's see, 211 yards passing. That's that's barely doing it. That's, he's not even taking the lid off of it yet. No. And that's... I think that Bill O'Brien looks as foolish as he's ever looked. <laughs> Is that in regards to uh, one DeAndre Hopkins, who Correct. was they very much missing from that game? Correct. They, without having a number one wide receiver like that, they don't really have much to work with. I mean, they still have. I mean, Will Fuller put up 112 yards, but I still think you want to have DeAndre Hopkins there. You need to have DeAndre Hopkins there. He's a, I would say, top three receiver in the league. It would have been ideal. I think uh, for that offense to have, it, they needed a playmaker. Like that's what it, it and I want to spend more time talking about the Chiefs because I think the takeaway as much from the Texans in this game is, I don't know, we'll talk about our playoff teams later on in this, but they don't look like a playoff team. They don't look like a team that can compete. And maybe their weak, maybe their weak division will let them sneak in because the AFC South as a whole, again, didn't look very impressive this weekend. No. But... They just didn't look – like, the offense just looked choppy. Um, Deshaun can only do so much. He was running around for his life half the time. Um, Desha- just, Deshaun they didn't have any playmakers. so bad. They just didn't have right. any playmakers. Like, there's nobody – like, Will Fuller had 112 yards, right? That's that's good. Sneaky but, 112. Exactly. It was sneaky. It's nothing – no mind-blowing plays that are jumping off the field. No um, pater. And, and last year, that's all they did. They were a big play offense. They went through the air um, and – threw it deep to hop, and, and it helped Fuller get open, too. You can only ride Deshaun Watson so far. Yeah, and it's like you were saying about Bill O'Brien. He's built this team that's basically, hey, Deshaun, uh, come out and do every single thing for us, and maybe that'll get us a chance to win. And eventually that's going to come back to you in some of these years. And this looks – it just looks like one of those years for Houston, just a team that, that just doesn't look like they have it. But yeah. the, on and, the other side of the field – well, you know, go. Do you have something about Houston? I mean, yeah, I mean, they couldn't stop Clyde from Kansas City, Edwards Hilaire. Yeah. They had no answer. And, like, Kansas City, if they have any weakness, it's that they don't necessarily run the ball as much as most well, teams. Yeah. But it was, and, at least. <laughs> and, yeah. And then the Texas defense gave up 137 to Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Yeah. Which. If you want to win any football games, you can't just be coughing up 138 yards to any running back in the league, especially week one when you're fresh. You should be fresh. Like when you start getting later into the season, you're not, and your defense is going to get tired. You're not going to, I, I have concerns. Well, that's what I was going to get to about Kansas City also is that the scariest part about them coming out of that game is that, you, like you said, Mahomes only had 211 yards. That's because they can run the ball. They have a running back now that can, you know, make play, like 
Damian Williams and Darrell Williams are good running backs, but they were making plays on the field because everybody was terrified of what Mahomes could do. And the running Correct. game is the running game is just going to be open with Patrick Mahomes. But now they have a guy that can actually like play back there, a playmaker, a guy that can make a difference and make people miss and outrun people. Just everything that we saw from Edwards Alaire in that game was exactly the type of dynamic back that you want with a quarterback like this. And it's just another dimension to this team that um, that it just it sets them apart. They were already probably going to be the best offense in the league, and now it's just. I feel like that wasn't even close to what their full potential was, and it was pretty damn scary regardless. Still 34. 34 points. Yeah, still hanging 34. That's nothing to sniff at, especially because a lot of teams in the league uh, weren't around there at all. So I think they were one of the highest-scoring teams. They were third-highest-scoring this week. So hats off to the Chiefs. But – Congrats, Andy 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 Reid. They got it back. Apparently there's – we didn't learn anything from the Chiefs because we knew that they were going to be this good. Correct. And then apparently there's an Andy Reid visor that is tinted. No. And really? I, I hope to see that later on in the season. He gets a little bright outside. And he's going to have to. He couldn't see anything behind that visor. Oh, my God. I don't know. He probably didn't even know what's happened every play. It didn't matter yeah. to him because they were up by so much. But there's no No, way. they could have just ran two-minute offense and have to have a home's call every single play. <laughs> uh, so, next – so we'll move on to Sunday. The early games on Sunday as we move through the week, and uh, there was a, the early games were interesting. There was a lot of big uh, headlines coming out from a lot of unexpected headlines. I would say um, the biggest one for me. I don't know if you agree with this, but I think the Washington football team. Let's go football team. Yeah, upsetting the Eagles was after being down seventeen nothing. That's a wrinkle in the NFC East that I was not really considering, but that defensive line for football team, I just love calling them football team. Just like that's that just like calling them the Eagles. Just got to call them the football team. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Washington, that defensive line is serious. And if they can get it's ahead in deal. games and control the ball and Haskins, you know, didn't make, a ton of mistakes on Sunday. They they could make some noise and, and at least win more games than I think everybody was kind of anticipating with the oh, way they look. 100%. And that, with the way the NFC looks this year, it's so crowded. That could make a big difference, especially the Eagles taking this game, a division game they were kind of counting on. Yeah, and I, I mean, I don't see the Washington football team taking off and stealing anyone's playoff spots this year. No. But it is good to see that at least Dwayne Hatchkins looks – fairly confident mm-hmm. and that Chase Young is at who exactly who we thought he was yeah. an absolute animal on defense. I like he, he looks, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but he looks like a young, an Aaron Donald type where he's just going to bully these guys. He's going to push these offensive linemen around and get around them no matter what. Yeah. It, well, he's and, just more, he's just physically like, better than just like he's he has he looks like the, the athleticism on top of everybody like he is the most athletic player probably I would say in the league like I would put him up against anybody and would rather take him athlete wise like he's just yeah a force and yeah and like I said like he looks like a Miles Garrett Aaron Donald type where he's gonna be yeah. able week one so let's not get ahead of ourselves but it, from what we saw it looks like he's gonna be able to bully these offensive linemen and just do whatever he wants it's not good. No, no one's going to stand in his way. Good for him. I'm happy to see that, that. That whole defensive, I mean, that whole defensive line, they just that defense in general stepped up a lot more than I was expecting. And I mean, Ron Rivera is a great defensive coach, obviously. So that we, I want to be happy for more, them, but, but Dan Snyder's their coach. Team. Yeah. So, or and their, just, their owner. And I just, I just he's hard yeah. to get behind. Yeah, yeah, Dan. That there's a lot of issues still with that organization that need to be uh, reprimanded for and everything. So no, I didn't. I wouldn't have felt bad for the football team if they would have flamed out Sunday and got blown out by the Eagles the way it was looking. But it was just a surprise, I would say, especially in the NFC East, where you know there's a lot of expectations around Philly every year and a lot of expectations this year on Carson Wentz. Yeah, I, I don't know what people think of Carson Wentz. Like, what is his ceiling? Is he just his ceiling to a lot of 
uh, analysts, like quarterback analysts, is that he's like one of the most talented quarterbacks in the league, like top three arm talent wise. You think? Because he can but make. Do you think that? I don't think he. I don't <laughs> think he has the decision making clearly. He's not even top three that. in the NFC. No, he's not. But he should. I mean, he should be. But he makes stupid th- decisions all the time, and they don't have weapons around him, really. I mean, no. Miles Sanders being out of that game, I think, really hurt them because he's supposed to be, from everything that I've read from their camp and heard from their camp, is that he is basically their offense. Like, the whole yeah. offense is just designed around getting Miles Sanders touches. And so not having him week one in this kind of offseason, if that's all they were working on, really, and that dude was out, like they, it, it makes sense that they look disjointed for part of the game. But – it yeah. doesn't make sense when you were they were rolling like they were early on and just the wheels fell off. That's where that's where I lose. If they just looked bad the whole game, then that's like okay, well, it's this the story of this week is that it was basically glorified preseason week three, where these teams still look rusty, like they still look yeah. like they have kinks to work out. But the Eagles didn't look like that for most of. I mean, they didn't look great for the start of that game, but they didn't look like that the, the way that they played in the second half. And in this division. They're already probably chasing the Cowboys anyways. But this just the NFC in general is going to be so packed with playoff contenders. That this is the kind of game that you can't afford to lose. No, not if – no. Especially if you're the Eagles. You're a team that's not really – you're just not a dominant team in the NFC. People aren't worried about you, and you need to – this could have been not necessarily a statement game, but one that you could go and pin 30 on them, you would think. Yeah. yeah. And – like get a good roll to your offense, have at least – I mean, Dwayne Haskins, second-year guy, but he didn't do anything this first year. you think he'd be able to stop him. And, I mean, they didn't give up too much to him, but at the same time, like you just defensively just letting that team like hang that. around. Letting that team hang around is just – it's unacceptable. Yeah. It really is. For it's a, it's a dysfunctional franchise that – I mean, I hope that they do well. I know Ohio State guys, I'm all for, but mm-hmm. – We'll see. We'll see where they end up. The other, the other surprise from Sunday was, and the other comeback <laughs> from Sunday, 17 points down, Mitchell Trubisky. Is he good? I, I'm so happy for him. Is Mitch. Mitchell good? I'm so happy. You're happy for, for him? Yeah. I, I feel, feel bad s- for him because I think no. this is just going to make people believe in him again, and that's not what they should do. But. No, this dude, Mitch Trubisky needs anything he can get. That dude has been, I, I think, being the quarterback in Philly – is a very very hard job. I mean, look what Jay, look what happened to Jay Cutler. Yeah, <laughs> the last notable fit or um, Chicago. Chicago. Yeah, excuse me. And after he signed that extension, he sucked, and the fans <laughs> let him know it every single time. Yeah, the fans just dumped on him, and I think. But he deserved just, every single bit. He of, did. He has deserved dude, everything for after last year. That's I true. Have sympathy for them, though. I feel sure. like it's got to be hard to be. I'm sure it felt great. I'm sure that the comeback felt great because if they would have lost that game 20, 30 to six or something like that, you know, the, the, he, what we would have heard about Mitchell Trubisky going into Monday is a lot different than what we're talking about now. Yeah. Um, no, hundred percent. They would be quite, they'd be asking for his job. People would be at questioning saying, I don't feel, be? I feel bad for the lions because lions fans, like, I know that this is pretty much what they expect at this point, but it's still just, I'm sorry. Does Matt Patricia have a job there next year? By the, does Matt Patricia have a I, job there at week I 16? I think so, because I still think that that could be a playoff team, maybe, Detroit. They look good if Matt, if Matt Stafford can stay healthy, but these are the types of games where I doubt that completely because they just they can't win in those moments. You can't, you can't be a good team in the NFL and lose games like that. No, that's you, too... you can't let games slip away, especially a division rival at home. Not that home matters right now, but it's, 21 on you in the fourth. Yeah. You can't let that happen as a team. That's a, that's a gut punch. And now they go to Lambeau next week and play the rejuvenated, apparently Aaron Rodgers. That's, that's a tough, you can't, and we know what the stats look like. If you start Owen two, it's pretty damn safe. You're not making the playoffs. You don't make the playoffs though. two. yeah. So we'll see. We'll see, but that that was it. Mitchell, I'm happy for him. Let's yeah, see what good happens. Luck, Mitch. I, let's, I, I, let's see what happens in week two. Let's see what let's see what kind of Mitchell appearance we get from there. Moving on to the Patriots in New England. Love it. Another different quarter, it. another quarterback that looks rejuvenated was Cam Newton. Actually, Cam kind of looked the same to me. 
Cam, like, I mean, yeah. Health, as long as Cam was healthy, that's basically what I expect out of Cam Newton. He didn't wow anybody passing the ball um, by any stretch of the imagination. They really didn't throw the ball that much at all. No, because they didn't have to. They didn't have they, to. This, this was a perfect game to get this team warmed up, I think. I think that – I think so, too. Especially with Cam being the new guy, even though Cam oozes confidence – I think that just like an easy game against the Dolphins is always a great way to start off your season. Yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick was pretty terrible the whole game. The the Pats defense still, I mean, looking good against the Dolphins is obviously not as impressive, but they did look good. Um, The defense looks like they're, the secondary is still elite. And regardless of what they're missing with Hightower gone and at linebacker, their secondary is still going to be elite. But the way the ball control offense, is perfect for what they want to do on defense and cam 15 to 19 155 yards 75 yards on the ground they had a great balance everybody ran the ball julian edelman had a rush for 23 yards like they ran everybody in that game and they just want to hold on to the ball love it that's that's the name of the game now though it's just controlling possession wearing the clock down on people and you can Mm -hmm. just suck the life out of teams by keeping their offense on the bench and you wear out these defenses and you can I was talking about it yesterday. If you get the ball with eight minutes left in a quarter, you can take a drive and get it to the, like the two minute warning. Yeah. That's a very likely outcome. If you like are a good football team and you can take these long drives that just kind of like just eat clock. And obviously you'll like we were talking about earlier with Kansas ahead. city, Kansas city having that ability now just makes them puts them at another level. That's why, yeah. because now they, if you have the ball on control on your side and that kind of offense, like you're unstoppable. Yeah, and I, and I want to point out that Cam Newton's passing stats look eerily similar to Tom Brady with the 15 of fifteen for 19 and 155 yards. That's a Tom Brady stat line right there. Maybe throw in one touchdown. Yeah. If you, if you take away one of Cam's rushing touchdowns and make Brady, a passing touchdown. Brady does not bring that 75 yards rushing, though. That is for sure. No, 100%. And that's – I think Bill was – Always missed, ready to kind of like that. he he saw what everybody else in the league was starting to turn to, and he knew that he needed something like that to be effective. Yeah. And especially the way we'll talk about it later on in the podcast, but the way Tom looked down in New Orleans, maybe Bill was right about that. Maybe. <laughs> See, <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna say anything crazy on this right now, but. The the way New England the New England doesn't look like they're gonna miss a beat offensively. We'll get to that. We will get to that. Don't you? They're gonna miss a beat offensively. But let's move on to another rejuvenated quarterback, one that had his replacement maybe picked in the first round this year in the draft, and everybody was ready to trade him, get rid of him. No, Brett Brett Favre again. No, no, no. all over again. And Aaron Rodgers came out in Minnesota and just torched. I'm just gonna say it. This is gonna be Aaron Rodgers' scorched earth year. I think that he feels so slighted by this team. Oh man, has so much pent up frustration. Their offense looks seamless. He looked. Aaron Rodgers looks so calm. And looks so just like everything was coming in tempo. Everything looked easy. And this Vikings defense isn't a joke either. No. Like if, they if were missing Daniel Hunter, soft, that's for sure. But Yeah, but if they're going up against an actual de- a defense that was like bad, I would say, you know, like any elite quarterback or any, any, I would say, top five guy in the league would be able to do that. But to do that on the Vikings and to just be – it looks so effortless. Watching him just drop dimes like left and right is just – a thing of beauty. Yeah. He didn't, I don't, I never, I didn't see a performance like that from him last year. Once no. like it didn't just the confidence in the throws, just the way that rollout throw to Devonte Adams. That's, that's when I think of Aaron Rodgers in 10 years, thinking about his career, that's the throw that I'll remember is him rolling out and throwing a dart to some wide receiver. That's just standing there. Perfectly waiting 100%. for him to deliver the ball right into the only spot he can catch it. Yeah, and he, and he does these <laughs> these high arcing shots too. His touch is unbelievable. It's a thing of beauty to watch. Four touchdowns, no interceptions. Know, I personally, I was expecting. I picked the uh, Vikings to win that game in my all my picks. I thought that it was. I thought these teams were pretty even. 
honestly, on paper and just Kirk Cousins, I, I shouldn't, I shouldn't believe in him that much. I guess he couldn't, he can't duel with, he's not going to duel with Aaron Rodgers, not an no. angry Aaron Rodgers. And Kirk Cousins isn't bad, but we know who Kirk Cousins is. Well, Kirk had like two completions at halftime or something like something crazy like that. He was very slow to start this game and that offense looked like they missed Stefan Diggs on the outside and Thielen had a great game, but just, it can't be all Adam Thielen. It can't be one-dimensional. It can't be all Adam Thielen. And they're gonna teams are gonna focus on Dalvin Cook now, especially. Like he's not gonna surprise anybody or do anything. And that's putting a lot on Kirk's plate with not as many weapons as he used to have. And it's a new um, offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. he has gone. Yeah. So we'll see what happens with the Vikings, but that was a more of a disappointing performance uh for them. But, and a surprise performance for Green Bay, who looks who looks like they've been hearing all the talk about them in the offseason and was ready to come out. Yeah, no, 100%. And they look – I mean, if they can keep that up, I think that Green Bay is looking at like a one or two seed in the NFC. But obviously, it's a long season. First game, let's not overreact. But they look really, really good. Yeah. Another quarterback who looked great this week was Russell Wilson, who – Unlimited. I mean, <laughs> honestly he just was the gift that keeps on giving four touchdowns against the atlanta falcons and uh i don't really have a lot to say that, but let russ cook That's yeah it. no dk i mean dk metcalf looked good um i'm i'm personally not a huge matt ryan fan but they looked I, they just that they just looked out the seattle looks like a tank and atlanta's a good team i think they're going to be competitive this year but they don't. They can't play in a game with the Seahawks. The Seahawks are yeah. are for real. There's a Super Bowl contender. Yeah, and Pete Carroll's legit. Russ is legit. I want to. I want to see the Seahawks back and in, in the playoffs, beat beating some teams and maybe getting a look at the Super Bowl. That would be great. Atlanta's not built for it. Russell Wilson, thirty-one of thirty-five for three twenty-two and four touchdowns. Matt Ryan was thirty-seven of fifty-four for four fifty-two. That's a lot of passes, though. Um, I'm not, yeah, I mean, that 450 is a little bit inflated, but it's looking a great quarterback play in that game. But this was about the effort I expected. But just keep an eye out on that Russell Wilson uh, MVP run because I think it's, it's closer than we think. He wants it. Yeah. We'll go to – now we will go down to Jacksonville. Another team with fans. The Gunslingers. The gunslinging quarterbacks against each other, Philip Rivers and Gardner Minshew. And Philip did not disappoint us with a pick at the end of the game to seal the deal for the the Jaguars. Gosh darn it. And Gardner Minshew does not want the Jags to tank. I just realized that Gardner Minshew only missed one pass the entire game. Yeah, 19 to 20. (laughs) I didn't see that stat. Three touchdowns. Oh, my Lord. They should not have won that game at all. It was the the Colts gave like w- walked into Jacksonville and wrapped that game up in a bow and handed it to the Jaguars. It was just it was the sloppiest game of Sunday, I think, honestly. Just, on the on the Colts end? Yeah, just I actually didn't get a chance to watch the game. It's the first time I'm looking at the stats. I I just ha- I mean, I just saw as much of it on red zone and just flipping through and stuff, but it just there, there was no reason the Colts, that game should have even been close. You know what I mean? It was one of those yeah. games where it's like, this team should be up by 20 right now. Why is it 20 to 17 or in the fourth quarter or yeah. something? And let's not forget Marlon Mack is now out for the entire year with an Achilles tear. Yeah, that's tough. And that's going to be a lot more Jonathan Taylor than they expected to be using this year. That's for sure. 100%. Good for Garner. Hope to see him around. Love the mustache. I love the mustache. All right, we're going to go into – oh, let's talk about Carolina-Vegas here first before we go on to this. Uh, I don't really have anything to say about that game either, though. It was pretty I, – I don't think anybody cared about Carolina-Vegas, to be honest. Really <laughs> Good for Teddy. I'm glad yeah. Teddy getting a starting Teddy, job. Getting paid. I'm glad he was started. Chucky got a win. <laughs> that was about what I got from there. Josh Jacobs is a beast. That's what I got out of that game. Yeah, if Vegas, I have – if I think Vegas is going to be competitive in the AFC, at least wild card this year. And it's Derek Carr. I mean, he had a pretty solid game looking at his stats, but it's going to be if Josh Jacobs, they can just control the ball and Josh Jacobs can still be playing like a star. I mean, 
and that's really what's going to. Yeah, anytime you can lead twenty five carries on a single running back, that's a good. It's a good stat to look at. Yeah. All right. So for the early games, we're gonna have our fanboy corner here. This is where me and Ben are gonna go off. We don't want to. We don't want to take put too much attention on our favorite teams here. We don't want to just make this a Homer podcast, but we do have to at least address it and go all out with our uh, just. I guess our evaluations of our own team. So Ben, I'm gonna let you start this because my game was my my the Buffalo Bills that was pretty uh it was a pretty tame week a pretty expected week but i i don't think you could have expected what is that sit through i'm sitting here trying to control myself <laughs> thinking back to how i spent this much time watching the browns game let me preface everything i'm going to say with the ravens are a at the at the minimum a top three if not top two afc team they killed us <laughs> they killed us the Browns putting up six points is one of the most embarrassing things. You look around the league, and everyone else at least got into double digits. The Browns couldn't even make a PAT. Nope. We looked good in the first quarter, and we left the first quarter 16 to 10, which you're still in a game. It's, or 6 to 10, excuse me. You're still in the game. And then you just don't have any production. I don't think we converted a third down. And I – Three of 12 on third down. There you go. And I don't know. Nick Chubb had a fumble. Kareem Hunt looks good. Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb both should be good. Baker Mayfield is Well, that thing is I'm worried about them being able to run the ball a little bit because I don't think anybody is scared of Baker Mayfield doing anything. No. No, they're not. Because I don't – I legitimately don't think Baker Mayfield has great field vision – I don't know if he's got it, man. I just, <laughs> I just don't know if he has it in him. And I, 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 he get, he should get another start. He obviously should be starting at least a few games this year. But the NFL we're not seeing Case play. Keenum. It's not happening. It's going to be Baker all year, buddy. You're, you're getting it's him not going to be Baker. What's he's gonna? They're gonna gonna, he's going down with the ship. He he is a hundred percent going to be start. I I will make a bet right now that he starts all sixteen games this year. And you're gonna live or die with that outcome, and it's probably gonna be six and ten. <sighs> On the only positive note from this game was being able to watch Lamar Jackson return yeah. to being exactly who we thought he was. Yeah, you and... guys, you you should be honored that you get you got to watch <laughs> Lamar play against your team for two for four quarters. A QER of one fifty two, so twenty of twenty five, and he just. I was flipping between this game and the Packers game and just watching the quarter, the competent quarterback quarterback play play. (laughs) was so frustrating because you look at our quarterback and he looks scared. He looks like a deer in the headlights and he does. He really does look terrified. Then Lamar Jackson taking the ball the other way looks so fluid in everything that he does. I flipped the station, Aaron Rodgers looking fluid in everything that he does confident. And it's just, Here's That's the one worry I really had. Here's the one worry I really had from that game because I didn't. No, not no, neither of us expected them to beat the Ravens. I mean, no. let's be honest, we didn't expect that. But the defense didn't look like they had any fight in them at all. And I know they were missing corners, but they just didn't look like no. they could. They don't look like they could stop anybody. And I know that's the best offense, one of the best offenses in the league they're playing against this week. But it, what? Where was the effort? Like. You can't just get run over like that all game. You had they had all summer, they had all year to game plan against Lamar Jackson. And that's what you got out of it. And and I'm just I'm just (laughs) not seeing this stat. I'm just sick to my stomach. Odell Beckham, how many targets do you think he had? I'm looking at it right now also, but (laughs) ten targets, (laughs) three receptions out of the guy who the former best wide receiver in the league and now trade trade rumors and now trade rumors are coming up i've never (laughs) definitely a number two guy (laughs) jarvis at least had five he had five catches 61 there you go i don't like my i i don't mm, i i just think nick chubb only getting 10 carries i know that kareem hunt's good too but that fumble it's the fumble i know it's the fumble but you got to unleash that guy. Yeah, I agree. You got to unleash that guy for Let's sure. Let's talk about a team that's actually good. Are you talking about the Buffalo Bills? They're, are they actually good? 
<laughs> they circled the wagon. I this is now see it this sounds like now we're gonna go from you being all sad about the Browns and I get to be like at least a little bit happy. No, be excited. Be excited. You should be. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna I get to preface this with we both have had to suffer the same Ben understands if I understand Ben's suffering, it's it's me. If it's anybody in the NF any NFL fan can suffer feel a Browns fan suffering, it's a Bills fan. So I get to see a quarterback who does does well actually, but also does the most infuriating things you could possibly imagine. Um, to say that when we were watching the first drive of the NFL season, knowing how last season ended for Josh Allen, lateraling and doing whatever he wanted to do, and that he fumbled by like trying to hurdle a guy or die, I don't even know what he was doing. Like, the, just there's somebody on Twitter put a picture of Josh's fumbles, and he's just like his head is like on the ground, his legs are like flying in the air as he's dropping the ball. It's like, how do you even end up? in these positions to fumble the ball like that. So the fumbles are a little worrisome just because, I mean, they want, they beat up the jets. Like they're that team. The bills are a thousand times better than the jets. They should have won. By, they should have won like 49 to 10. That's the disappointing thing. They won by 10 points. It was a garbage time touchdown at the end for the jets. Anyways, it was in like the last three minutes. So 27, 10, 27, 17, whatever. But the bills offense really did, whatever they wanted all day Sunday. I mean, Josh Allen did whatever he wanted. They couldn't run the ball with their running backs at all. Um, I know. What's all this I hear about Zach Moss? Is Zach Moss supposed to be good? Zach Moss, nine carries for 11 yards. And Devin Singletary, nine carries for 30 yards. Now, the the Jets' defensive line is their only strength of that team. Like, that's the only good thing that they have going for them. So, it makes sense that those two guys didn't really have the most effective day. And it was really – it was just Josh. I mean, he's 33 of 46 for 312 and two touchdowns. I don't know. I've seen like three quarterbacks throw for 300 yards on the Bills. So, like, the bar is very low <laughs> for me to like get approval. But the fumbles are a little worrisome when they're going to play teams, when they're supposed to be in the trying to get into the tier of Chiefs and Ravens. If he fumbles, if they play week five against the Chiefs and Josh fumbles on the first drive, what do you think Patrick Mahomes is going to come down and do? score <laughs> yeah yeah so you that's can't do that I, to good teams but but it I mean, was no. it's week one it's it's I expected it to be sloppy and it was a lot less sloppy than I thought it was going to be Diggs had eight catches for 86 yards like I can't be mad about that at all no for the, the new guy they got him a bunch of targets John Brown looked good again um yeah the Bills are they they look good and they don't have a real test really until they play the Rams in week three because they go to Miami next week so we'll find out more about them then but so far, so good. And then moving on to the battle of the greats. Tom Brady in. They were in, right? Tom Brady was at the Saints. Yes. It was and weird, though, because like the, that was the weirdest stadium to see empty was the Superdome, for sure, yeah. that I've seen since we've started. Any of the games that I've seen, that was the weirdest one. Yeah, and I mean – I love just – it's good to see Tom Brady still playing football. Let's just start with that. Yeah. He still looks like he – he still looks like he's the one who's going to carry this team because that's always who Tom Brady's been. Tom Brady's never going to be second fiddle to anyone. But to see him – I don't know. I just – I don't know what I was expecting. He didn't play I, bad. He looked – you know what he looked like? to me exactly how he looked last year yeah (laughs) like the same type of throws that like throws to the outside that he's missing guys that is just out routes that he just doesn't have the the strength to get into those tight windows and he's throwing it too far outside like those kind of throws he was missing last year too it was the same thing i mean maybe it gets better but they they didn't have a lot of chemistry you can tell i'm just wondering um at what week does tom brady turn this into the Tom Brady revenge tour where he's just proving everyone wrong or does he? I don't think, first of all, I think it's more on their team than it's him. I, I don't like their offensive line. They really didn't look like they were giving him a ton of time. No, um, I agree. And I know that that's been, I'm not going to say, sit here and say that I really completely understand offensive line intricacies of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But from what I understand, that it was one of their weak points last year. One of the reasons that they thought Jameis did so poorly was because he really didn't have time to throw the ball. And so they thought they picked a, they picked a tackle in the draft and everything. But it just it didn't look like Tom had time. 
Tom can't move. He's never going to be able to move. And in the NFL today, we know like that's that. Yeah, it's you're very, at a disadvantage. Yeah, you're at a disadvantage. And if you're not, he's the greatest quarterback of all time. But if he's not playing like that and he can't move, they're just going to tee off on him. And that's really what it looks like. Mike Evans always disappoints me. He just he should be better <laughs> than he is, and he just isn't. And I don't know what it is, but they're just balls that he should be able to go up and get that he just doesn't go up and get. Um, Gronk doesn't look like he's going to offer no. much to them at all. No. O.J. Howard's the best. He's their, their best, best receivers. Bet. Yeah, he's their best bet. O.J. Howard is their best bet to be a star. Because with I, I just don't Tom. see Tom Brady in <laughs> I, I just I'm being waiting. Like, I'm going to wait and be proven wrong on this. I don't see Tom Brady with his old arm being able to get the ball out to Chris Godwin or Mike Evans on these deep outside routes. It doesn't think, look like he can. And if he I can't do it week one, how's he going to do it week 11? Exactly. So I'll be curious, but this wouldn't be the first time that Tom Brady proved everyone wrong. Exactly. You can't really count him out because he's still Tom, but it, it was a little worrisome to watch week one. And let's yeah, give the credit to New Orleans. I don't really that's what have I was gonna a, say. I don't really have a lot to say about. They kind of looked exactly how I thought they were going to look. They, they looked the exact same the past. They have the best two roster years. in the league. They're balanced. They're going to Drew Brees is he's not really going to push the ball down the field, but they're still going to be efficient. The defense is nasty. Um and that's so that's like the worst team that the Bucks could have started off against for sure. But I agree. It was it's it didn't look great. Same with the division. Here's my hot take. Ready for this? Yes. The Niners are not going to make the playoffs. They're not going to win the NFC West. They're not even oh, going to have wow. a winning record this year. Oh, wow. That's what I got out of that game. Um, I don't trust Jimmy Garoppolo at all. You know, you know, and the people that will listen to this podcast will learn over time how much of stock I take into your – I mean, and everybody in the league, in your quarterback play on a team. And I will just – I will – I will call it. I will count a team out all year long if I don't think that their quarterback looks good, and even if the rest of that roster looks good. And Jimmy Garoppolo just doesn't look like he has it. And they don't have any. And without Kittle on the field, yeah, he got hurt worrisome. part of that game. It's terrible. They don't have the running back. Like they have the depth, but they don't have a star to go make a play for them. They don't no. have a receiver. If, they, if I think George Kittle was on, that star, and Debo Samuel's still out. Debo's out, but Debo when you, when your receiving core is counting on Debo Samuel, you can't function without him. Yeah. It's not that's worrisome. You can't be counting on Debo Samuel. He should be your second guy, maybe your third in a good receiving core. No, and let's give some credit to Kyler Murray for having some solid improv with his legs. That dude runs so well. Oh. I, I didn't. I, I, I never watched be like too a, many. I think he's going to be a top five quarterback in the league by the end of this year or next year because I think he's just that. Like you said, the, the the way he can run is shifty. not Lamar speed and shiftiness, but it's pretty damn close. He doesn't have like the running style of that. No, but no, he he's but he's, I think speed, he, he's low to the ground. He's he's, he's short. He's six a short quarterback, and I think he has these bursts where he'll, he'll just put it in second gear and just pull away from defenders. That's the thing. They don't he's see it so fast. <laughs> he's so. Fast, he can just and run. Like, when his scrambles, him. his scrambles are like him, like running around the defense. Not and, like and people really wanted to see this guy play in shortstop. Yeah, come on, <laughs> he's gonna be he's gonna be like an MVP candidate in a couple of years. This team, Arizona, is the team that could surprise a bunch of everybody this year because of that defense is better than they were last year. They were terrible last year. If they improve, their offense, their offense is only going to get better. I mean, they have a star receiver now. Kyler Murray is only going to get going to get better, and Kenyon Drake is a good back who's found a good role in that offense. But I'm this game. That was what I expected from Arizona to be competitive. I wasn't good. expecting I'm the Niners to look like that. Did it, I? I don't know how much of that game you watched, but did the Niners at any point look to you like the best team in the NFC there? No, they did not. No, absolutely me. not. There's a lot of teams that I would pick ahead of them in the NFC at this point. I agree. I mean, their defense could still will them to a wild card, but I think there's definitely after losing to the Cardinals, like that's a big question mark of if you're going to be good. We don't know who's yeah. good until at least week five. Yeah, it's too early to tell, but that was too just early. A, a dispiriting sign was Jimmy G not looking better. Agreed. Um, the last late game, we'll have to go through. We'll run through these last little couple games here. 
Uh, Joey Burrow, I'm sorry that you're in Cincinnati because that was the most heartbreaking way you could have lost your uh, week one start. And not that they were scoring points, but Joey looked good. He looked good, and he brought them down the field, and they should have scored a touchdown. That was a terrible call. But Welcome to football Welcome to the NFL. Yep, welcome. No, he's back. He tried to escape, but yep. he couldn't escape. Can't get out of Ohio. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, I don't – it's tough with Joe Burrow. I, I really want him to do well and be good, but I just don't know. I don't, I don't know what – Cincinnati, it, yeah. No, I and I feel bad. It sucks that the worst teams get the first pick. Because, they, but they should have – there's no reason they shouldn't have won that game. And that – that call in the end zone was terrible, and that kicker should have got cut immediately. He tried to fake a cramp after missing the kick. Come on, bro. Tweaked it. Tweaked Come on. It. You just missed it. He, Randy Bullock's been in the league forever. You're going to try to pull that shit week one? Get that guy out of there. I feel bad. I just Joey just looked – he just looked distraught, and it was like you, that, it's a far, far fall from running out into the Superdome with LSU, that's for sure. I he should be okay. Him. He'll be okay. And the Chargers, the jerseys look nice. They're like one of the most uninteresting teams to me this year, though. They've know. always been the most interesting. <laughs> yeah, especially in LA, no one cares about them. No, there's going to be more Chargers fans there Sunday against the Chiefs with no fans than there would have been against the Chiefs. That's funny. It's sad, but all right, Sunday night football, where we found out that. Mike McCarthy is just Jason Garrett with a – I'm not going to make a joke. I'm not I, I don't believe in fat shaming. I'm but, not going to make a joke. But Mike They're McCarthy. just the same. They are literally what, – what did anything, anything look different about the Dallas no, Cowboys? No, I, I was waiting to see something creative or see something a little different or, or something exciting. But when they pan to the sideline and you see Mike McCarthy – and that face mask, yep. and you can't see – and like there's no – because before at least you could see some structure to his face. He looks like Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> <laughs> like he should, he, he should get a visor like Andy Reid. He shouldn't be in a face mask. And I just – he didn't do anything creative. I don't know if they had – they just like no, recycled the their same. playbook. Well, 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 Kellen Moore, they kept the same offensive coordinator, so I think they literally recycled their playbook. I don't think that they – I don't think Mike McCarthy – he talked about all this talk when he was joining in about how he's been learning, he's been studying all year, updating his playbook, and it looked exactly the same. Yeah, and it looked identical. It didn't look exciting. Nothing jumps off the page to me. On the other hand, the Rams look rejuvenated. Rams are back. I think the Rams are back. I'm serious. <laughs> right, week one, they're back. Rams are back. Yeah, they went. No, they I, only went nine and seven last year, and I feel like it was we should have expected them to regress. They weren't going to be the tank that they were the year before. But going nine and seven and just missing the playoffs—that's still nothing to, you know, it's nothing to it, sniff your nose. I mean, it's good. That, they know, were a good I squad know. last year. Yeah, but returning to what they once were. Yes. I think that I wish I had a counter for every single time that the camera didn't get back on the field in time for the play to be ran because they run plays so quickly sometimes yeah. where they'll just get in this hurry up offense and just get it moving. And they just catch, they caught Dallas off guard so many times that I just don't know how many teams are going to be able to keep up with that kind of a tempo on offense. Yeah, it looks like they found a good rushing attack with Cam Akers and Malcolm Brown. Uh, I agree. Good bat, and they were just missing that part of their offense last year they never really could get it going and that it's so dependent on getting the play action and getting the run game going so if they have that golf's gonna look good and this defense is loaded so once they if they figure it out which it looked like they figured it out sunday they figured something out at least yeah that's where that's what's gonna set them apart really um let's move to monday night last night and double header we are we both don't really have anything to say about Titans Broncos because I know we both went to sleep. Um, but I'll just get a new say, kicker. Yeah, get get Goskowski's washed. Um, Tennessee. Half, my high, half the highlights I watched were just missed field goals. It was a really ugly game. Uh, Drew Locke looked good. He still looked good, even though they weren't. It wasn't anything eye popping. He just looks like he's in command, and he was missing two receivers. So um, I don't think there's a lot to tell from this game. I don't think it tells a lot about Tannehill or Drew Locke the Titans were probably the better team, so they should have won. So 
they're 1-0, and the Broncos aren't. But we'll talk about Big Ben. Let's talk about <laughs> Big Ben. How it's many bad. Bens did Big Ben throw for? How far? How many Bens? Yeah. 229 yards. I'd have to convert the units to Bens. Well, if a Ben, if three yard is how many feet about? Like three. Three? Yeah. So Ben's probably like a good 6'6". Six, six. So he threw for like 120-something Ben's. That's pretty good. <laughs> good for Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> I, I'm so sick of him being in our division. But, I mean, it's just it's more, more or less the same. I mean, he's good. Um, I don't know if they're going to do anything crazy. They'll probably be a wild card candidate. I don't see them beating the Ravens. I think it's going to be close. I think that they're – We'll we'll we're getting to the, our playoff predictions here in a second, but I think that that division is going to be closer than people think. Just because I don't think I I don't see the Ravens. The Ravens aren't going to be like fourteen and two again. Is that do we see a possibility where the Ravens are twelve and four and the or eleven and five and the Steelers are also eleven and five? I I think that's potentially plausible. But seeing the Ravens the way they look, Ravens look, seeing them lose five games this year. The Steelers be, also have a phenomenal they, defense. Let's that let's note that. The defense and that's, is, yeah. Also note that they held Saquon Barkley to six <laughs> rushing yards on 15 attempts. Yeah. And let's yeah. just marinate on that for a second. Because Saquon I Barkley. feel so bad for Saquon Barkley right now. Well, their line is just – There's no push on that offensive line. There's no real threat of a passing game. I mean, now – I just don't see it. I don't – they're not going to – they're going to be the same Giants. Yep, they're going to be the same. I mean, they still got another year before that they're going to be anything competitive, I think. They got a lot of young guys on that team. But I just – you can't waste Saquon like this. That's the problem is running backs are short-lived as it is, and you just don't want to waste that. He looks so frustrated. Years. Oh, my God. No, there was no – that's the worst. Like, we were talking about, though, that this, essentially these games are glorified preseason games. That's the worst team to start off against is that defense trying to get rhythm going. Here, have fun with – the Steelers, you know, I I wouldn't yeah. want to start okay, with them. TJ the Watt. Yeah, that's, it's that's tough. tough. It's tough. But Pittsburgh looks solid. They, I, they're going to be more competitive than they were last year, that's for sure, uh, just because the quarterback play is back to normal for them. So let's let's moving on, we're going to finish up here with our – since this is our first podcast here, but the season has already started, we're going to give our playoff predictions. Ben, do you have playoff predictions here? Do you want me to go through first, and then you'll go through with yours? You run it through. Are we, are we picking on who's going to be I'm just going what one position th- in the playoffs? Yeah, I'm going one through seven. I got my division winners lined up accordingly. So I'll, we okay, can I'm start already with surprised the by a few of yours. NSC here. I'm going with New Orleans Saints, number one. Seattle, number two. Dallas, number three winning the NFC East, Green Bay winning the NFC North at the four seed, and then the LA Rams, the Philadelphia Eagles, and the San Francisco 49ers as my wild cards. No Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't know what other team are supposed to be competing in there. I think these are pretty much the best eight teams are those teams. Um, But, yeah, that's my seven. What do you got there, Ben? I want to pick someone. I don't want to go chalk to what you did, but I think that if the Green Bay Packers can do what they did in week one and replicate that all year, they could easily be the number one team. Wow. In the NFC. Yeah. They look quick. They look really good for number two. I'm going to go with the saints and then uh, a little bit of me wants to say the Rams, but I'm going to say the Seahawks at number three. I almost had the Rams winning that West. I was very close, very, very close, but yeah. And then I think that Dallas comes out of the East but but stutters like stumbles out of the east at nine and five <laughs> or some something ugly. Um, then I see. Oh my gosh, let me think. Then let's go with. I don't want to say that the Bears. No way the Bears will do it. Let's say the Vikings. So does it? They've got to be discussed in there too. I just I I can't pick Kirk over those guys. No, I can't. Not right. Not the way they look the on Sunday. Yeah. That team just has such a thin margin for error. Then did I mention the Rams? Did I say the Rams? Yeah, you said the Rams. Okay, yeah. The Seahawks might win that division. Rams would be the wild card. But, yeah. And then AFC, 
I'm going to go with the Ravens Steelers are coming out of the we're not not number one and number two. So let me go with division. Ravens, Chiefs. I hope the Titans make it out of the AFC South. Then on the East, let's go with the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I didn't know you were going to go with there. You know I'm going to go with the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> and then I think that the Steelers make a wild card. I think that the Houston Texans are a wild card team. And then let's throw the Pats in as that final wild card team. I'm with you on all the division winners. Uh, I have, I, you didn't rank them. I had the Bills ahead of Baltimore, and that's definitely a little homerish. But I also, going with my theory that Baltimore is going to be around 11 and 5 or something like that with Pittsburgh, um, just not that Baltimore's not as good. I just think that it's hard to win 14 games. Um, it is. But we'll see. I mean, I, I'm, that's my also most optimistic outcome for Buffalo being 12 and 4 and Baltimore being 11 and 5. So I we'll predict how many that. wins they got. Who? Buffalo or the Ravens. I think that, I mean. They're both going to be around 11 or 12, I think. I think that's the rate. And if, it, if, it's, if it's Baltimore 12 and 4 and Buffalo 11 and 5, would not. I, that's probably the more likely outcome, honestly. I just yeah. don't think, I don't think Baltimore is 13 and 3, 14 and 2 type team this year. No. I think that's the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are going to be the 14 and 2 team this year. Um, Tennessee, that four spot, but I didn't like it. And I don't really like the AFC South. I think they'll be like 9 and 7, something like that. Pittsburgh, New England. Those guys are going to be the wild cards. Those will be some fun wild card matchups because that would be Baltimore, New England, and Tennessee, Pittsburgh. Those would be some good games. And the Vegas Raiders, I'm putting them in there. Why oh, not? Why I'd rather not? see Drew Lock. I'd rather see Drew Lock. I would rather see Drew Lock too. But I think they. I think Chucky is going to get one run in him. I think he's got it. I th- I trust Josh Jacobs. This isn't a Derek Carr pick. This is a Josh Jacobs pick. Understood. So next week, the three big games we have, let let me know if you think there are any other games we should mention here. But I've got Philly and L.A. Um, We know what L.A. came out and looked surprising, um, surprisingly dominant. And this is a matchup that's been good the last couple of years. And Philly, in their home opener, kind of needs a win in the way that the NFC is working out, especially against the team they're going to be battling with. They They need a win. And Carson Wentz needs to come out and play well. So just at a glance here, I am excited to watch. I will agree. I say Ellie and Philly. And that'll be a test to see if Philly is going to go 0-2 and never make the playoffs. <laughs> That's what I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm truly tested. And I'm really excited to see the Ravens versus Texans. I hope that turns into a shootout. I wanted then, to yeah. put that on my list. But I just think the Ravens are going to blow out. I don't. I the way the Texans look to me, I don't know if they can even be competitive in that game this year, and that's sad because that that's doing Deshaun wrong. He should be able to be in these matchups, you know, and big and compete in these big time matchups. See what happens. I'm excited so we'll to watch see, it. We'll see. Yeah. Um, the other big early game on Sunday that I had was Green Bay and Detroit because there's just been so much talk about Detroit being a sleeper in the NFC North and. Losing that game, they needed to win that game against Chicago, and they didn't. And so, don't forget that you have Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, and Lambeau ready to yeah. kill. Hey, you're Owen. You wanted to win a division. Well, now you're Owen one, and you have to go to Lambeau. So, we'll learn a lot about Detroit, uh, and that that pick. Hopefully, they find some moral victories. That's mostly the reason I had Detroit in my playoffs before we started talking about it, and then we started talking about the games, and I was like, well, Detroit's not beating Green Bay this week. I was like, so they're going to be 0-2, and I just had to kick them right out. And just like, you know what? That's how San Francisco snuck in, even though I don't really like them either. I just don't – see, people are talking about that bottom part of that NFC. And I think Philly, San Francisco, Detroit, Minnesota, maybe even the Rams, I mean, possibly. Those teams could all be like 8-8, 7-9, 9-7. Like, it's not like they're going to be – killing it i don't think those teams i think those teams all have flaws battling for that last spot same in the afc the this top six i think are pretty safe at least the top five kansas city buffalo baltimore pittsburgh new england that's pretty safe top five you would say agreed and i think in the nfc new orleans seattle dallas green bay are pretty safely the top four there i don't know about dallas you don't think dallas is safely in there i guess the way they looked and didn't look they look so bad. I think Dak – I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I won't go back – I won't 
get into Dak Prescott. I just the AFC we know who's going to be really good there, and I think the NFC we don't have as much of an idea who's going to be really good there besides yeah. New Orleans and Seattle. I and agree. I think the Rams are going to be better than people think, and I think San Francisco will not be. Um, but we're, we were we started this on Green Bay and Detroit. Um, Detroit just going zero two in that division, two division losses, it would be a killer. So that's a must win for Matt Stafford. So we'll see. Um, and then Sunday night football, our marquee game is the Seattle Seahawks hosting the new England Patriots. And we will learn a lot about Cam Newton in that game. You get, you won at home against Miami. Congratulations. Now go on the road to Seattle. This is the real check to see if Cam Newton's legit. See if this yeah. new, new system's legit. It's going to be against the Seahawks and Pete Carroll because I think the Seahawks obviously have – when was the last time you remember the Seahawks being bad? Never. <laughs> Never. Like, I think that – like, I'm really trying to I really to don't know when I – I know. I, I just now had – My whole life, really. Yeah. And I just don't – like, they're going to be good. They're going to be good this year. And this is going to see if – like, this is going to be able to tell – even if the Patriots hang around in Seattle, I would call that a victory to an extent. Another place that will be very weird to not have fans, though, especially a Sunday night game. It might help out. It might. Oh, they're, no, they're in, in Seattle. Seattle. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a weird Sunday night game, not hearing anything there. But can't wait. I can't wait. All right, and we'll finish off with our best bet of the week. Um, ben, do you want to go first? Do you want me to take this one? Yeah, I got it. it. You're locked in. Baltimore Ravens, Texans, fifty-one and a half. We're we're gunslinging. We're shooting over. over. Let's over. go. I like I I hate to say it, but we're just it's such a high over under. But let's just go. If so, all we need from that game is if it was thirty eight to fourteen. This might not be over. the best bet, but, but we get that. It's it what I want to see happen. Forty five <laughs> to fourteen, Baltimore win. That's an over right there. I think yeah. that's what we're getting out of this. And I just want to see absolute gunslinging football at a 425 game that would be perfect that would make my sunday it would it would be a great finish to the day going into the late game um the I'm bet gonna, is basically me trying to manifest that to happen <laughs> just trying to you're willing uh sending all your good energy to deshaun and lamar right now you guys Correct. score all the points um, yes i'm staying with this game we're on the same wavelength that's why we're doing this together here um, because I went with the Ravens in Houston game as well, and it is a lock right here. I will say it right now that the Ravens will cover minus seven in Houston. That take Parlay. that, put everything on it. Parlay this together, yeah. So you it, tease it, because if you could tease it at fifth, you get forty-five and a half, and a one-point thing, you're winning. That that's happening. They're scoring forty-six points, and the Ravens will win. I can guarantee you that. I love it. The Ravens minus seven is the thank you for listening to the first episode of couch qbs follow us at couch underscore qbs on twitter and facebook and stay on the lookout for all the new content